Welcome to the Women in Leadership Body, Mind, Soul, and Business Podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And together we are working to connect women in leadership and business, empowering each other, improving the health and wellness of our community, body, soul, and mind, connecting to the heart and soul of who we are and what we do. Hi, good morning. Um, today's guest, Joanne Edinburgh, uh, is just amazing and helps you wrap your head around food and how that affects your mindset. It's pretty cool. It is really cool. So thank you so much for joining us again, Joanne. Um, why don't you go ahead and um, for people that don't know you, um, say a little bit about what you do. Okay. Thank you for having me again. Um, my name is Joanne Edinburgh, and I am the founder of Body Wisdom Nutrition. And I help women to relax with food, weight, and body image so mm. that they can spend their time and energy doing what truly nourishes them. Mm. And so I'm kind of on a mission to help people end the quest for the perfect diet, the perfect body, and really, really focus on what's important for all of us. Nice. And um, what is your ideal clientele? What are you looking for in your business right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I loved, I generally work with women. Mm-hmm. And I like to work with women who are just tired of the same old, same old, like been mm-hmm. trying for maybe their whole lives to lose weight or deal with the, the challenges they have around food, and are looking for a, a different approach, you know, mm-hmm. to the usual, just restrict yourself and only eat these foods. And um, I try to focus on, you know, feeling good as opposed Mm -hmm. to looking good Mm -hmm. and, you know, working on moving your body in a way that's fun and joyful um, and really getting at the root of why we do the things that we do. And so I like to work with people who are interested in really digging deep, you know, who are willing to get vulnerable and really focus on the deeper issues Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of the programs out there and people that you can work with, it's, it's a little bit, you know, it's somewhat superficial, really quick fix type of strategies. And I'm more about the long term and trying to find things that are more sustainable Mm -hmm. to help you feel better. So it's so exciting because I think as we approach the holidays and approach New Year's and we're thinking about, you know, setting goals around our health, you know, we don't want just to be, you know, I'm at a point where I don't want to be neurotic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like be the calorie counting, carb counting freak that won't eat that because it's 22 points of something over, <laughs> you know, like that's not, you know, that's not, that's not the life that we want to enjoying the festivities without feeling guilt and shame about it. Yes. So, yeah. And Joanne is the one definitely talk about that. Enjoying the festivities without feeling guilt Mm -hmm. and shame. I think we just found the title here. (laughs) How about that? That's that's what we're doing. So how how do we do that? (laughs) What does that look like? Yeah. I mean, that is a lot of the work that I do is trying to help shift out of that guilt and shame, you know, judgmental mindset Mm -hmm. and really trying to find the acceptance and Mm self-compassion 
mm-hmm. that we need to change. I mean, acceptance, I, self-compassion. Mm-hmm. I like you're dropping some bombs here. <laughs> the self-care, knowing yourself, right? So, yeah. um, I, I don't know about you, but I kind of rehearse like what's going to happen because you kind of know, like you're going to go mm-hmm. to so-and-so's mm-hmm. house, you arrive at this time, dinner ends up at this time, so-and-so's passed out by this, t- you know, you kind of have yeah. this like story, right? So <laughs> right. what's the story right. you're telling yourself around food? Mm-hmm. And then how do you feel in that story? Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I start. Like, mm-hmm. Is that how I want to show up and feel? Like, do I want to feel on display for everyone to decide, you know, wow, you shouldn't be eating that or, you know, mm-hmm. judged by what's on mm-hmm. your plate? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think there, I, I love what you just said in terms of thinking about, you know, what might happen. And I think actually, I would say the best thing to do in these situations, doesn't matter what the situation, but especially for holidays, especially if you're going to be with family, you know, um, where you might have a lot of um, history and Mm -hmm. stories, especially around food, um, Mm -hmm. is just using it as an opportunity to be an observer, you know, Mm -hmm. to be a researcher. Okay, just what's happening here, not just with them, but with yourself, like, really paying attention to what thoughts are going through my head. Mm-hmm. What am I feeling right now? You know, when you're interacting with certain people, when you're getting your plate filled up, um, when people actually make those comments to you, um, you know, or maybe that's not happening. Maybe you think that that's that people are judging you and mm-hmm. it's really not, you know, it's, it's just really a big, question trying to get curious about it you know because I think being present and being Mm. really mindful especially when we're eating or when we're in these social situations that involve food Mm -hmm. um, that's where we're really gonna learn what's going on Mm. you know Um, it's not easy I'm not saying it's easy and you might not be able to do it you might have that intention and just be like completely uh, not focused and present (laughs) during the whole event, but you can also go back and think about that later. You know, Mm -hmm. what was I feeling during that situation when I was having that conversation, when we were sitting down at the table? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just an opportunity to really look at what's going on and being present. Mm -hmm. So that's one, one idea I have. I love that. It's the opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think we think of it, not as an opportunity we like have a negative thought process around it right and that's when we aren't using the four agreements we talk when you know we've been talking about the the four agreements and if you're taking it personally when somebody says something you've prejudged them of what they're saying like you're in your own story in your own head and when you start using the four agreements and you run that conversation through your head and you step back and you breathe Mm -hmm. then you're present in the moment and then you can be aware that's cool am I feeling guilty am I feeling shame where is that coming from because I know Mm -hmm. for me a lot of the guilt and shame around food is like portions Mm -hmm. and did you try my whatever right Mm -hmm. you got to make sure you try everybody's dish Mm-hmm. And 
Um, You know, when I was a kid, it's like, you better eat everything you put on your plate. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I do for myself over the holidays to help myself with portion control is, um, and I still like to try out everybody's little thing, but um, is I use a smaller plate. Mm-hmm. right then I'm not overfilling mm-hmm. it so much mm-hmm. and um, it can have the full looking plate uh-huh. you know you have that illusion right. that you have yeah. more right? right like and you know what nobody notices right and, or you or use... am I judging myself but right. at the same time if I overeat and I overstuff myself I don't feel good right and if I'm then not, I'm not enjoying the, right... the festivities anymore right like mm-hmm. oh gosh that's is great yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Now I have to drive home like this. Like, mm-hmm. And you get turkey coma. Right. Which <laughs> was part of the story, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and maybe that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's just be open to like this is this is what might happen and I don't need to make it different from that. Right. So right. you know, but you do have the choice to do it how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think the key is like trying to also use it as an opportunity to, to learn to trust yourself in those situations. You know, we've lost, most of us have really lost trust in our ability to know what we should eat, how much we should eat, um, you know, and even if you quote unquote, you know, overeat, that's okay. That's like a good opportunity to notice that. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And maybe in this situation, it's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. it was super stressful because, you know, I was getting triggered by this person and that person and this comment. Instead of saying something, I put another thing in my mouth. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there's a reason why we have these strategies and sometimes they serve us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just looking at it that way. And I think also slowing down in addition to being present, just slowing down it's very hard to overeat if you eat really slow mm-hmm. and you're really paying attention mm-hmm. because your body is noticing more how you feel. Mm-hmm. If you're on automatic pilot, it's very easy to you know, do things that your body's not really enjoying because you're not paying attention to it. So I, like I think that. slowing down, you know, taking some deep breaths is another good strategy for being able to figure that out. And then you could still be eating your first plate while everybody's on like their third, right? Like (laughs) if you're slow about it, like, then it still looks like you're eating plenty, you know, it's going to, because I always had the grandma that was like, you're not eating enough. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, (laughs) So um, anyway, I, I, I'm thinking of like the trauma of that. Like, where does that come from? Because that came from, they like the great depression, right? Like mm-hmm. you need to eat, you have food. This is the abundance I get to provide for you. Please eat my food. Now we have an abundant food source. Most it's not, time. you know, right. It's, mm-hmm. there's still an abundance. Like mm-hmm. even when I'm having a rough month, right? Like there's still food. Yeah, right. It might have to be cooked or it's a different food, but it's still like, we're not scrounging for food like we were. Right. And the depression. Right. Yeah, so, and that's where, you know, that's grandma. Grandma was 
that's what she came from. Mm -hmm. So are we still carrying that energy forward with our, wow, I just got goosebumps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, Joanne, I was going to ask you, um, you talked just really briefly about trusting yourself when it comes to food. Mm -hmm. Can we talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. I like to talk about that. And I think I have a little bit different perspective than a lot of people on this. Um, but yeah, in order to trust ourselves, we need to allow everything. That's mm-hmm. what I, I believe. I believe we have to have a period of time, if, especially if you've been depriving yourself of a lot of different types of food mm-hmm. or amounts of food. Mm-hmm that we actually have to get to a place of just allowing everything and then being able to figure out what's right for us. So it's kind of the opposite of most perspectives where, you know, we'll just don't eat this, that, and the other thing and you'll feel better or you'll be fine or you lose weight or whatever it is. Um, I think we need, I do think we need to get to a point where we can trust ourselves to know what that is, because it's different for every person. There are so mm-hmm. many different ways of eating out there. And I think each of them works for some group of people. And uh, I think there definitely is uh, this idea that we often eat too much when a lot of times we're not eating enough, you know, especially when it comes to weight. Um, If our body feels like it's being uh, deprived of actual calories, it goes into starvation mode. You know, it's trying to hold on to that energy because it feels like it's not getting enough. And that can happen also when we're just depriving ourselves of whole categories of food, like Mm -hmm. carbohydrates, for example, Mm -hmm. even sugar. You know, there's things that our body needs and yes, we can make, you know, healthier choices in different categories, but in reality, like that feeling of deprivation, kind of like what you were saying when people really were starving and really didn't have enough food, our body doesn't really know the difference between that and just, you know, putting ourselves in the situation where we're depriving ourselves, even though mm-hmm. we have enough, right? So wow. it creates that mindset and and that affects us physiologically, you know, it creates that stress, those beliefs, you know, I can't eat that, you know, that's bad. You know, these negative beliefs just put us into that stress response that, you know, isn't good for us. So we need to be able to relax when we're eating to be able to use our food well. So it's like, it's it's complicated. But I do feel like we need to allow as opposed to deprive. Mm -hmm. No one likes to be deprived. Like Mm. as human beings, we fight back. We rebel, right? When someone Mm -hmm. tells us we can't do something, we don't like it. (laughs) Even if consciously we're like intellectually, no, this is good. This is a good thing. We don't actually like that. So allowing, I think is important. And then you can get to a place where you can figure out from the inside out, you know, what's good for you, how much is good, which types of foods are right. But it could take a while. Like many of us have been doing this for decades. We don't actually know what feels good. And contact is important too, because the same foods can be better or worse for us, depending on what's going on. And that I think is a uh, interesting concept 
and just think about the holidays. So we're in this context with people that we might not Mm -hmm. spend time with otherwise, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. it's just a few times a year. Um, And it's sort of reminding us of different situations. It might be more stressful. It might not. It might be great. It's like, oh, I love getting together with with, uh, these people. But, um, you know, so that really affects our actual physiology Mm -hmm. and what is going to happen when we eat. So also not worrying about it too much. It's like, okay, like it's just a few times a year or whatever. Um, It's not every day of my life and every meal of my life. So Mm -hmm. also just kind of letting go and because of that. Right. Right. I had an experience uh, last week that where I didn't really eat much one day I had like toast for breakfast. And then I had like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner because I was just tired. And I I knew I needed to eat something, but, and then I went to bed the next morning I woke up and I was starving. My blood sugar was low. I was shaky. Mm-hmm. I had to have Heather help me make breakfast. I was like, I need food. Meanwhile, while she's cooking breakfast, I'm like grabbing leftover Turkey out of the fridge because I'm like, I need protein. In my Mm -hmm. face right Mm -hmm. now, because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was going to pass out. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then we reminded ourselves to schedule our, our food time into our schedule. Uh (laughs) So that reminds us to, 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 to triggers us to do it. Checking in, making sure we're eating, you know, uh, regularly. Did you eat breakfast today? No, I didn't eat breakfast. Well, go eat breakfast right now. Like, um, and just checking in with each other because we do forget to eat because we mm-hmm. get busy. Yeah. And I'm sure but that does your, not help. <laughs> right. But it's, it, I mean, your body was obviously telling you exactly what you needed, you know, mm-hmm. in that situation. Right. And you, you see it with kids too, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, we get all worried as parents. Like, oh my God, they didn't eat anything today. Or, you know, they, I always they was like, they'll eat when they're hungry. <laughs> exactly. They could actually be a little bit more, you know, roller coaster with food than we are, perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, where well, they can actually go a few days without really eating much and then they make up for it. And, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they have a hollow leg and eat everything <laughs> in the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so, that was the number one way to tell if my kids were ha- in the middle of the growth spurt was how much food are they eating right now? Oh like, gosh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my friends taking, going to her son's doctor and was like, he, he's like eating in the middle of the night. Like I can't get him to the doctor's like, he's hungry. Let him eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, okay. I just, is like mind blown. I don't understand, but like they're mm-hmm. hungry. Like let them eat. <laughs> they're yeah. hungry. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that brings up a good point. Like a lot of times when people um, are trying to lose weight, for example, and they, you know, don't eat a lot much of the day. And then they wonder why they're so hungry at night. Like they just ate dinner and then they're still hungry and they're wanting, you know, to eat more at 10, 11 o'clock at night. It's just makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. you've, you've kind of starved yourself most of the day Right. Of course, you're going to be hungry. Like, don't beat yourself up over that. You know, maybe there is a different way to kind of balance your food intake so that 
you eat more early in the day, you probably won't be hungry. I mean, there are other reasons why we eat too, but mm-hmm. there are actually very um, good reasons to eat that just based on how much food we require. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I know that I feel better if we have like a good, a good breakfast, right? Like Mm -hmm. with the protein, a good mix Mm -hmm. of carb in there, some sort of fruit usually. I know I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to try to mix a vegetable in there, but I like to have vegetables for like lunch, Mm -hmm. you know, vegetables and protein, like chicken and salad or something like that. Um, And then dinner is a little bit of veggies, some protein and some starch usually. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but these are all excellent tips as we go into the holidays, you know, to be aware of how we feel when we're eating, mm-hmm. slow down, mm-hmm. right? So, okay. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up about it. Mm-hmm. Use a smaller plate. You can, if you want, if you want to, mm-hmm. right? If you, if you want a strategy, like if you need something, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And just, just enjoy yeah. You know, because enjoy having pleasure, like mm-hmm. actually getting pleasure from your food, is mm-hmm. really good for your metabolism and your digestion. Because mm-hmm. that's what puts you in that relaxation state that we need oh, to be able right. to absorb our food well. So don't forget to have fun and <laughs> get pleasure out of your holiday time, even though you know it could be a little rocky. I mean, stuff. My my down. favorite thing growing up was being in the kitchen with all the women in the family mm. and, and listening to them share stories and things. So I always loved that when mm. I was in my early twenties, I would, I, I was mm. stepping back and just doing that observe piece during the holidays. And I'm really glad I did. Cause I, I have those memories now, mm. you know, of the full kitchen and the sounds and mm. the smells mm. and hearing everyone's laughter and story, you know, have goosebumps. I'm looking forward to and, enjoying that myself and with my family. And this year's a little different. I'm grateful. Like we get to choose. So, you know, my, my son um, is on the spectrum and he wants a calm drama free holiday. So we're not even making a Turkey. We're going to make homemade broccoli cheddar soup. So, you know, we get to decide. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What are you most looking forward to going into the holidays? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think, especially with Thanksgiving, you know, I think about gratitude. And gratitude also is a very good state to be in for Mm -hmm. your digestion and your metabolism. It Mm -hmm. just makes you feel good. So, yeah, really trying to focus on that, I guess, and Mm -hmm. what, what we do have. And, you know, I don't have a lot of family in where I live. So I don't Mm -hmm. usually spend Thanksgiving with my family of origin. Um, But, you know, it's usually with friends, Mm -hmm. my son and my, my partner. So yeah, trying, just trying to focus on that, Mm -hmm. you know, but also being really, like I said, present to the negative stuff too. It's not all Mm -hmm you know, rainbows and roses and unicorns. Right. So, you know, just paying attention to that. But yeah, yeah, I like, I like uh, trying out new recipes. So mm. I'm not even sure what I'm going to make, but <laughs> I 
figure that out soon, right? <laughs> I suppose we do, right? <laughs> I, like to, I like to experiment in that regard too. Yeah. yeah how fun. Yeah. Super fun. Mm-hmm. I love that gratitude and oh. mindset are that we've been working on is also good for our digestion. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have gratitude yeah. for that, like just in and of itself, like mm-hmm. just having that calm mind. And I, I just never really put those pieces together. So mm-hmm. I love that every time we talk mm-hmm. that we can do that. So thank you so much, mm-hmm. Joanne. Thank you. Joanne, thank you for joining us for this week's uh, podcast, which is a special uh, early edition podcast uh, for Thanksgiving. So um, thank you all for joining us today. And we'll see you next time. Namaste. Namaste. Okay. (laughs) So we are uh, Sue and Greta, or our trail names are Lilo and Stitch, and we are hiking the whole Appalachian Trail from Maine to Georgia, so 2,194.3 miles, <laughs> and uh, we're doing it to raise $50,000 or more Yes, <laughs> um, for Parkinson's disease research. Yeah, through the through the Michael J. Fox Foundation, and we are doing it all in honor of my dad, her husband, who was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease back in 2010. So and we all know so many people who are diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and we are trying to do our small part in the world of Parkinson's disease to find a cure. Thank you for joining us today on the Women in Leadership Body, Soul, Mind, and Business podcast. Please download the podcast on your favorite podcast player, We love you and we will see you next time. Namaste.